0: The following was recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic through Zoom meetings, in accordance with local health guidelines. Hi, I'm Mike Maloney, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Dr. Greg Linville.
1: We are back for our third segment with Doug Cassidy. Of Synergy Ministry. And Doug, I I know that we're both kind of getting energized. We're leaning forward, we're getting excited because because this is something that is just so much of a passion for both of us. But welcome and thanks for coming back for a third segment with us.
2: Oh, I'm excited to be here, Greg. Thanks.
1: We've talked in the first one about how to get specifically connected to Synergy and how your church can get partnered with somebody, another church. And again, If you if you haven't got a chance to watch those first two segments, it's the high watermark of connecting churches into partnerships. No one does it better than synergy as as thoroughly as as intentionally. And you just need to consider becoming a partner church with another church through their scoop concepts and all that they'll teach you and train you and help you get get your church going in these directions. We talked last time, we introduced the concept of missiology, and many of us uh, don't even, we're today saying, yeah, this has been part of the church forever, but it wasn't. It was assumed, well, okay, I need to clarify that. It was, <laughs> right. certainly missiology was part of all the church, but it wasn't taught as as a academic topic in the seminaries up until the 1800s, because it was just assumed, and they were doing it. And it was Alexander Duff then that said, no, we gotta do this out of some of his international mission work. And he became the first professor. And then we've had missiology going forward. And you helped us last time with the Missio Day, the sending God, God is a sending God. And now we're talking about how can we make our churches? In this segment, we're gonna talk about how can we make our churches sending churches? I'm gonna preface this a little bit and then and let you and your expertise and experience help us with this, but the sense, the the two words are proclamation, affirmation, and you can get this in our book series, and uh, Peterson is the one that wrote the books about the church without walls, and and on and on, and uh, this is not something that we came up with, but profound and it says that we have to proclaim the gospel not with words and you talked about that last segment about its incarnation meaning it's in the flesh and that we have to go and live it out and only then can we start the verbal proclamation which peterson says is affirmation proclamation is with our life affirmation is with our words and it needs to go in that order your thoughts about this in terms of missiology
2: yeah and missiological understanding this is for every believer right great okay that's one and also we need to get back to the corporate in america we individualize sometimes so much that we also got to remember this is the call on the church as well as as a church whole. They need to be living incarnationally and see themselves as being sent by God to their context and to the world and however God leads and manifests that. So the next step then is kind of mobilizing both. When you're mobilizing individuals, you're also mobilizing the church, mobilizing the, it's that not just, hey, let's send out a few people, but this idea of what does it look like for the whole church to be mobilized? and then how that engages uh, the world. Now, this is where we feel missiologically the church-to-church partnership helps that, is if it's really a church-to-church partnership, and as we talked about in segments before, specifically in our context, sports-centered church-to-church partnerships or scoops, that that engagement is not just a select part of the congregation, but it's that whole church partnering with another church And to do that, the whole church is embodied and mobilized. No, not everybody goes and is engaged physically, but there's this unity and commitment of the whole church body to that. That makes a world of difference, but that's theologically based. So that's one thing that I I want to kind of
1: start on there. Let's hover hover on that for just a second, because I think a lot of people... Are coming to the church for themselves. I'm going to the church so that I can be fed. Marry me, bury me, feed me, hold my hand, and and that's good, and that's a that's, that's a function part of true. God's, God's calling on the church to do that. Yeah. But if but if I'm hearing what you're saying, it's that we don't go to the church, but rather we are the church, absolutely, and we go to be the church. We leave that church building and go and be the church in the community. Am I I catching your thought? No, exactly
2: right. And we can't do that without being mobilized. How can we fulfill this sending of God unless we go somewhere? There's no sending or response to that sending unless we go. Now, we know that takes many different forms. It's that local incarnational living in our daily life and our family with our neighbors, our schools, but also it involves what the big C church, the church global is doing in God's kingdom and how our individual selves and how our church is specifically called. So I also want to highlight that a little bit too. We talk about God's call on our lives and what God wants us to do. That's true for the church too. There's this missiological call that God calls each congregation to says, I have a purpose for you, I have a calling for you, and that is to go, and that can be expressed in as many different ways as there are churches, right, and for some of those, God is calling that local church to be engaged with a church-to-church partnership locally, we talked about that last time, or segments back, and then, but internationally, it's kind of the main focus that we're talking about here. Is God calling your church to be engaged internationally? If he is, how do you do that? And I think we're trying to now start to transition to, okay, we know God wants us to do that, but how do we do that? And that's, of course, the philosophy informing our methodology. And so how do we actually get on the field? And what does that look like?
1: And I'm going to throw a term out for you here. Because I, I think what we've found within the CSRM world is that often what we call it or how we phrase it, what, what the word is, helps us even know what we're supposed to do. Let me give you an example. Sports ministry or sports outreach. Yeah. And sports ministry tends to be, I'm going to serve you and help you. Sports outreach means I'm going to take sport as a methodology to go out right. and, and reach people. And they're both good. They're both yeah. right, but they help us focus. So, in this way, you're talking about getting every single person in the church engaged. And are they church volunteers or are they local church missionaries? Yeah. This missiological approach. And so, mm-hmm. we prefer to call them local church missionaries. That says, I'm going. I'm on a mission. There's something here. And okay, maybe I can't coach in a league or I can't get out there and kick a ball around, but I can pray. Mm -hmm. Or I can be the Bubba Barbecue guy providing the food out of the field or the snack bar. Run with that a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Greg, you just touched on so much there that we just love to unpack. As you say, we keep on leaning into the
1: camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: engaged and enthused about this. So where I want to start back in that is if it's God's calling in in your whole church and he's going to equip your whole church, that means he's calling all the members. And as Corinthians talks about, there's a role for each member of the body. Now, this comes into play in a sports centered type of ministry in the sense that a lot of people go, oh, I don't like sports or I'm not athletic or I'm a senior adult or, I, you know, that's just not my thing. So how can I be engaged with that? And Well, this is where the church church model helps that, in that when you're partnering with a local church, you're not just partnering with a sports endeavor, you're partnering with that local church. So one of the best, strongest mobilizers for different aspects and demographics in your congregation is to find roles for those different demographics in that partnership relationship. Just as an example, so maybe we can get a little bit more handle on this. We have a lot of our baseball camp, church to church partnerships, engaged with senior adults. What, you're doing baseball camp for six, eight hours a day and senior adults are involved with that? Or or even some uh, folks who aren't athletically minded or middle-aged. How does that happen? How does that work? And they're not baseball players. no. But they love kids and they love teenagers and with that you can incorporate a lot in the building of relationships even some of our camps have a camp opa this is in germany right so that means that or camp oma and opa grandma and grandpa and so the senior adult goes and is mobilized and their job is to affirm and to love kids that's mobilizing your whole congregation the other thing that they do is they connect with the senior adults in your partnering church. So as you bring middle-aged adults, college students, youth, or whatever, and that whole, you're mobilizing the whole strata of your congregation. That's biblical in the sense that God's called us with all our different parts. There's things that our senior adults or our university students or our youth or married couples that God has equipped them for uniquely that our Partner church needs and that whole endeavor needs that as we engage them in that, it's mobilizing the whole church family. So, all that to say is it is a design of this scoop methodology to mobilize the whole congregation. Now, of course, there are still people who can't go for all kinds of reasons, but they are undergirding and supporting, as you've talked about. And people say, well, they pray. I'm sorry, but that is huge, <laughs> right? We say we, say that
1: we say we don't need to pray for the work as much as recognize that prayer is the work. Yeah, and it depends on
2: what your theology of prayer is, right? Is it work or not? Or is God listening, <laughs> you know, right? Are we engaging the almighty sovereign God or, or not? This is... Crucial to any endeavor, if we're wanting to be obedient to him, to his call, we have to be in touch with him. And that's where the whole church can engage in prayer, asking for empowerment. Jesus talks about how we need to ask for God to work and to ask and to ask and how dependent we are on him and recognizing that. So there's all aspects of the congregation that can do that. Of course, there comes down to physical and financial needs. And we know that's biblical for the church body to support and to give to those who are going and to provide for those who are going. And so that's another role that the whole church plays in that. And then the reciprocity, we, uh, we that's a whole other part. But as you engage with your partner church, we haven't got much in this. If they come and engage with you and in your context, that's involving your whole congregation as well. Caring and, and being with uh, your church partners is another way that mobilizes your church. Uh, just an example for that is uh, in some of our partnerships, like the Germans come over and they spend some time and they do all kinds of different strategies. One of them is they do German cooking classes in the church members' homes who invite all their neighbors to come and they do a two hour or so, Hey, let's cook a German meal. But what they're doing is they're inviting their neighbors in that local context. The Germans are there build those relations, but we need those host homes, we need those people in the congregation who love cooking or whatever and so that's mobilizing the whole congregation in that and they're getting cultural understanding they're learning about what our brothers and sisters Christ believe and who they are I'll, anyway, go on and on about all that uh, I do want to highlight one other thing that's this witnessing part is, and I think we even talked about it in these times there is a testimony comes from a mobilized church that's one right that the community sees a church that is actually mobilized not just the monument not just on the corner of main street or whatever it's mobilized the other is to see Christians unified in our struggles that we're facing in the divisiveness of the world and our context, there's a powerful theological statement that it's made when Christians are working together in our church, but also with our partners.
1: The gospel is being preached through that. goes back to that Amen. proclamation affirmation.
2: We can't tell you how many times, especially in Western Europe, the environment of Christians Working together in love and the environment that brings to the sports camp, the Western Europeans are like, what is this? Their sports experience in that context is not like that. Very uh, goal-driven, even harsh to some extent, performance-only driven, and they're coming and there's this environment of encouragement, affirmation, acceptance, love, And they're going, who is this and what is happening? It's Jesus (laughs) that's making the change in these lives here. And that's what it is. So I know I kind of got off track there, but I I felt those were important to highlight.
1: Uh, I thought you're right on track. and In some ways that what we're trying to do is mobilize and then train and bring these individual people in the church to a place where they can be proclaiming every single day with their life. Absolutely. And, and then as the old saying goes, and, and, if, and if necessary, even use words. Right. And um, too often we have a society has the world has a view of God that he's either mad at us or sad about us. Yeah. And what we're, we're trying to communicate through this that he's actually glad about and us. He loves us. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, yeah. this time goes so fast, uh, but it's been great to spend a few moments with you here. And again, our hope is that people that are watching this will start to grab hold of some concepts and maybe even make some contacts with you and other people. We know that when you and your congregation partner with another one, there's all kinds of things that God is going to do. And particularly if it's, where do you say, Guatemala, El Salvador, someplace in Latin America, whether it's in Germany, England. Um, Bronx, Chicago, yeah, Seattle, all those foreign places, yeah. (laughs) Right, right. Um, People are going to grow in this, and we really encourage people to grab hold of you. And again, if you're watching this, all the contact information is coming up on the screen. If you're listening, just grab hold of the CSRM website, and you'll be able to grab hold of all this. Doug, any last words? We're just down to our last couple minutes. Any uh, affirmations? Any Uh, exhortations? What what do you have for us? Well,
2: I just want to affirm CSRM and y'all's ministry, uh, because as I was just sharing with Greg offline here is your resources for helping a church that I'm working with to be mobilized have been so important. And this concept of churches awakening to their sense to be mobilized, how we combine that with sports ministry, such an exciting time. And so I want to affirm all that you're doing to equip local churches and your local church emphasis uh, today is also extremely important, too. So, yeah, I've enjoyed our time together. It's been uh, a blessing and your ministry has been a blessing to Synergy and our Synergy
1: churches as well. Thank you. It's, uh, as we say, Synergetic to work together. And right. it's, it's good to know that what we're doing together is enhancing and expanding the whole church around the world. Well, folks, uh, it's been great to be with a good friend. I hope you've gotten to know Doug a little better, for those of you who don't. And he's open to you calling and and all those contact information is coming up on the screen, or you can get it through the websites. And thanks so much. Thanks, Greg. All right. So join us uh, a week from now. You know we've got these podcasts, and they're going to keep coming to you. And we've got them archived, so whatever topic, whatever issue, we think we've got something Somewhere along the line, they're out there for you. Pass them on. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye now.
0: The CSRM Podcast is a production of the Association of Church Sports and Recreation Ministers and their video production house, Overwhelming Victory Flicks. Dr. Greg Lindell is the executive producer and Andrew Fouts is associate producer and editor. For more information about CSRM, visit CSRM.org. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. The CSRM podcast is the flagship member of a new podcast network called Overwhelming Victory Radio. For more information on Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to our partner podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org backslash OV radio. For CSRM podcasts, I'm Mike Maloney. Have a blessed day.